Andy. Keith. You find yourself in a room. It's a square room, okay? Okay. Across from you is a fireplace. To your left is a couch, and to the right is a hallway that ends in a piano. What would you like to do? Well, Keith, I'm going to go towards the hallway. Okay. You head down the hallway. To the left, before you get to the piano, is another small hallway. It looks like there's maybe a kitchen in there. It looks like some kind of archaic stove or something is in there. Uh, do you want to continue towards the piano or head towards the stove? The stove. Stove? Okay. Uh, so, you head towards the stove. Um, you have to pass through this corridor where there's a door on each side. <laughs> okay? Uh-huh. <laughs> and then you enter into the kitchen. Um, do you want to search the kitchen or go through the doors? Oh, I search. Okay. Uh, roll plus your perception. Oh, man. Like 23 there. 23? Uh, okay. So, sorry, what were you doing? You're searching the I'm kitchen? Searching the kitchen. All right. Uh, you don't find anything of interest. Uh, booze you look of interest. Boozes of interest. Uh, okay, so above the stove, there's a small cabinet, and inside is a little bit of Windsor. Ah, yes. I assume you chug the Windsor. Well, you know, you, slurp. You gotta, gotta look around for some ice and some mixers and whatnot. <laughs> some, uh, maybe uh, LaCroix there. Uh, there's a metal box inside is uh, ample ice. Uh, enough for you and your wife, even. I so, yeah. I use enough for me and my wife. All right, 12 pounds of ice in one cup. <laughs> <laughs> Filled with Windsor with soda for color. Hell yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. Uh, now you've made your cocktail. Uh-huh. Uh, what would you like to do next? I would like to turn on my laptop and listen to a podcast. Oh, okay. Um, so that's going to be the start of the podcast. Let's go ahead and roll initiative. Oop. Let's see. Yeah, seven. And you, you got an well, 11. We have a, get, I think you add your decks, right? Uh, I have minus one to initiative. Ooh, okay. I have... Okay, so plus dex would be plus one. So I have a 12. You have a six? I have a six. All right. I'll go first. Hi, and welcome to Tune In, the podcast where we watch old cartoons. I'm Keith. And I'm Andy. And today we watched Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, we did. The way this podcast works, there's about 10 years difference between Andy and I, so each uh, episode we take turns subjecting one another to a cartoon from our childhood. Yes, and I subjected you well. Yes, you did. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. And thank God you've you've got some role playing under your belt. Because right. This one caused some suspension of disbelief. Like, <laughs> oh my God, they made this episode. They made this cartoon. <laughs> yeah. I, I thought it was weird. <clears throat> my wife mentioned to me... A couple months ago that they made a Dungeons and Dragons cartoon. Yeah. How would they even do that? And now I know. Well, and then then 
they did it in the 80s. Mm-hmm. You know, the early 80s. Yeah, 80s. The dirty 80s. Three. Yeah. 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 This is pre 9 11 television. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, yeah, so it ran in uh, September of 83. Mm hmm. Until December of 85, but don't let that fool you. There were only 23 episodes in total, 27 episodes in total. 27, yeah. That's really low, it, especially because we've seen like Thundercats at this time that have one season 65 Well, episodes. this was a Saturday morning cartoon Okay, in the days where that meant something. Ah, so it's and, like, this is like the prestige, <clears throat> like, yeah. uh, uh, Showtime cartoon. Right. Yeah. It only aired on Saturdays. Mm. Um, and then... It ran for three seasons, but the first one was like 13 episodes, and then they did eight and eight. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. There was a there was an unaired episode, too, I was reading. There was, yeah. and the, the producer, the, the passionate producer behind it, um, actually made a, a radio broadcast of, this, of the show. Yeah, and it's on the DVDs, right? It is. Awesome. Have you listened to it? I have not. Okay. Um, mainly because I need to go back and rewatch all of the show right. uh, by 85 i was not quite 10 okay so i recall the show from watching the errand episode on tv shows in the morning mm-hmm. remembering that my older cousins thought it was cool oh yeah yeah and um really wanting to know more about it um in the like the dawn of ebay <laughs> a buddy of mine uh, had my my DM actually no oh. had bought a a four VHS cassette tape collection of, yeah yeah and so he watched that was it all of them or was it it was all of them oh yeah you know in wow. four bulky VHS tapes <laughs> and um I bought <laughs> this for significantly less oh really <laughs> um I think I paid six dollars. <laughs> was it shipping like, through Prime? Oh, I was gonna say, was it in like the Walmart for, bin for the, or something? No, it yeah. was the yeah Walmart. You know, it was the the Walmart Prime version of the bin. Mm-hmm. Like I couldn't buy this unless I purchased at least ten dollars of other shit. Oh, okay. To have sent to my home, <laughs> and I did, and it was great. Awesome. And and I've actually have I've had this in the hopper uh, since we started the the podcast. Awesome. Glad you pulled it out. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Do you want to jump into the plot or the characters? What are you thinking? Yeah, we can. Let's talk about the plot. So okay. there's Keith and I usually go about watching the first episode, which should set up the series for us. Yeah. And then we'll watch a memorable episode mm-hmm. uh, that we had watched at the time. This episode was weird. And I'd always thought that there was, especially due to my lack of experience with the show, that there was a uh, first episode where we saw the kids interact mm. in normal life before they were sucked into the world of Dungeons and Dragons. Right. Instead, this is covered entirely by the opening. Yeah, and, and very, very <clears throat> briefly as well. Like, yeah, we don't know anything about these kids outside of the fact that they um, they like roller coasters. That's how they get into the Dungeons right. and Dragons. World, and the, is they get on the Dungeons and Dragons roller coaster <laughs> and sucked into the world. And there's a Dungeons and Dragons roller coaster. Yeah. Um, the kids get on, as Keith said. And it and the reason why I bring it back up is because it's in the full on, you know, the font and, and typeface of Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah. The and ampersand is a dragon breathing fire. That's 
exactly yeah, right. Yeah. But at the end, there's a a trademark. Oh like, yeah, I didn't notice that. <laughs> I saw that. I just like caught. I'm like, really, you fuckers had to put that in. <laughs> like, oh, gotta run this past legal. Yeah, right. Yeah. Good God. So I have uh, to know though. So they get on this roller coaster. They get transported into the world of Dungeons and Dragons. Does this happen to everyone that goes on this roller coaster? I don't know where this roller coaster is at. I know. Well, it's either the best or the worst roller coaster. Like, well, I, you know, uh, I can use a Dana theme park, uh, but, you know, I'm, life's getting kind of boring. All right, so, the, so you rule. folks who follow us on TuneIn Pod, at TuneIn Pod on Twitter, Twitter. or uh, emailing us, uh, TuneInPod at gmail.com. <laughs> you tell us, <laughs> if you were to go to any amusement park, one, what would that amusement park be? And if you got to be sucked into any world, fantasy world that you know of, <laughs> What fantasy world that would that be? <laughs> and if you're just sharing the bed with Camille Black, we don't want to know about it because <laughs> we all want to be there. Right. No, no, no. We want to know, you know, you're going to Star Trek world, Star Wars world. Where are you going to go? Where's your your mystical roller coaster going to take you? However, for all these kids, because this was the 80s, they're all insanely young. Like the yeah. first one starts out, he, the oldest of the group is 15. Yeah. Uh, Hank, who, uh, when he enters the Dungeons and Dragons realm, becomes yes. a ranger and he's bestowed this bow mm-hmm. and it's, it doesn't have a string or anything and he just cocks back on it and pulls back on it and there's yeah. magical bolts. Yeah. He's that, got like light arrows basically. Yeah. Yeah. But they do anything they want. I yeah. Mean, one's it's like a, a grappling hook arrow Grappling one point. hook. Yeah. And the other's a grappling hook. They're uh, all kind of grappling. No, well, no, no, no. He had a sparkler no, one at one point. Yeah, there was. Yeah. It, well, it was a full on. It was a like, fireworks, fireworks show. show. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, it was great. Yeah. It would save a lot of cities small budgets. Right. And that. then he had a grappling hook. And then yeah. after that, he had a grappling hook. Uh, Eric the Cavalier, which could have been a paladin. Possibly. Yeah. He's he's bestowed yeah. with a. They all have like a weapon of power, but he just had a shield. I guess that's a, a weapon of power. I mean, that's a shield of power. Yeah, but he's he's totally passive in a fight. You it, know? Well, a deflected. He's he's uh, the uh, son of a a very rich family. Yes, yeah, and he's the most. I think out of the series, the most real character there is because he's constantly like, "What the hell? <laughs> yeah, it's we're true. in a land of magical beasts <laughs> yeah. that are trying to kill us. Right? I'll stay here while you all go into this yeah. crazy ass dungeon. Dumb shit. <laughs> um. So he's he's got his magic uh, shield shield of deflecting. Yeah. Uh, Diana the acrobat, who's right. our our lone um, non white person. Right, that's Incom- true, yeah. 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 yeah, they're trying to kill two birds with one stone with a black female character. <laughs> and she, yeah. her and Hank are like the two most confident heroes. Like, everybody oh. else like, has no idea what the she's fuck they're doing. She's ridiculously confident. Oh, yeah. She's, yeah, she's, she's an she's, acrobat. She's confident in herself. She's She knows what to do. She knows what's, what to do for the, the better of the party. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's imbued with several natural talents. Yeah, she's the most perceptive of all of them. Yes. She's always finding that. Well, like, even more than the thief, who you think would be the one to like notice small oh shit. Oh, my God. You know? but, yes. Yeah. Um, and then she's got uh, she's got the staff that that will grow. Yeah, she's as, got like Tigra's staff, basically. Right. Yeah. Yeah, she can either use that to pull vault, or she can throw it, and it'll do this twirly thing and yeah. knock people it, out. It, it, she did like the Captain America throw with it. It was sweet. And it took out all the torches? Yeah. Yeah. yeah it was great. Mm-hmm. Uh, Presto, a.k.a. Albert, 
Oh, magician. okay. I was going to ask if his name was actually Presto. Yeah. And, like, he's the, the only world. one that seems to have adopted, like, an actual, like, in-world name. Right. Like, he's that guy that comes to the table and he's got, like, just pages and pages of backstory for his character and nobody <laughs> gives a shit about it. Oh, <laughs> so. my God. Uh, does he also wear a hat? <laughs> yeah. Oh, totally. Yeah. Yeah. Some, some dorky hat. Yeah. Presto does have a, a, uh, a, a magician's hat that he'll yeah. pull like nonsense well, it's, out. It's a magic sleep cap, basically. Yeah, it yeah. is. And he can never get a spell off right. And mm-hmm. he's a cliche, but the show is so old that I don't know if he invented it or not. <laughs> you know? uh, Sheila the Thief, mm-hmm. whom I believe is like kind of the grounding. Now, mind you, listeners, I was like six and seven when the show came out. But I think she's solely responsible for me being attracted to women with green eyes, redheads, and thigh highs. Really? Yeah. That explains my uh, attraction to brunettes and yellow jumpsuits because of all the Ninja Turtles, you know? (laughs) (laughs) The more cargo pockets, the better. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for for making them far more clever than mine. (laughs) Uh, Anyhow, she's a thief, a.k.a. what I think of all women. (laughs) Just kidding. Thieves of love. Thieves of love, not of money or possessions. Right. All of them. Don't. Just don't say it. Breathe. 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 What would Dr. Glackowitz say right now? I don't know who that is, so I had no idea what he would say. He's my therapist. Oh, okay. He would say, get out of here, Keith. I'm in therapy with Andy. <laughs> he says that all the time. Yeah, stop holding that cup to the door yes. and find your own therapist. <laughs> Stop doing that during my therapy sessions. Right. Yeah. Uh, so she's got this hood cloak thing that she she once she raises the hood on it, she turns invisible. Right. What? So any, okay. Anytime any character can turn invisible, my question is always, why aren't they always invisible? Yeah. You know. Yeah. It's, it like, seems make so visibility useful. the thing. Like, yeah. Ah shit. Yeah. She's right? Invisible. I know. Why? It just always bothers me. It does. Yeah. Yeah. Moving on, we have Bobby, oh, the barbarian. Bobby the Barbarian. And Bobby is Sheila's brother. brother, And right? he's our eight-year-old entry into the band of heroes. Mm-hmm. And he's a barbarian. And he's exactly what you think a barbarian yeah. is. He just The club will solve all of my problems. Yep. And he when he bangs it on the floor, it starts glowing with some power. And he'll cause some earthquakes, blah, 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 yeah. blah, blah, blah. He could hit three home runs in a row or something. That one, uh, it's, yeah. Let's make a stop. Yeah, he's got a big club. Anything he can do with that club is the right answer. Oh, so. he's also annoying little shit. Oh yeah, true. Yes, and he has an annoying little shit pet animal called Uni. Uni, unicorn. the unicorn. Yeah, he's a baby unicorn, voiced by a Frank Welker. Uh, poor Meh. Frank. That'd yes. be an easy paycheck for him, but I Jesus, hope so. I know. I hope he was like making his nut at that point though, too. <laughs> like he was like, uh yeah. I have already Inspector got Gadget. two boats. Bad guy, but I would like to just get some yeah. cheap ass. Well, money. I mean, yeah, all that Transformers money yeah. rolling around. <laughs> a ninety percent of Transformers and one hundred percent of Unicorns of D and D, bitches. <laughs> uh, <laughs> to round out our heroes group, there was the Dungeon Master. I was... is he a hero? He yeah. seems like a, like a manipulative shit. He what? <sighs> he seems like your stereotypical like 
you know, back in the 80s, I think the relationship between a player and a dungeon master was very ad- adversarial, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like, your dungeon master uh, was an asshole trying to kill you all the time, and that's who this guy if, is. If it's not that now, then you guys have, like, lost a step. And <laughs> right. we're going to get into that later. No worries, folks. Um, but D Master, the dungeon master, mm-hmm. uh, is D Master little... is his rap name. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, let's get in there. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he's this this little uh, dwarf fellow, mm-hmm. bald on top with really long silky hair, that abducted six children from a really yeah right yeah oh my god from an amusement, yeah, from park, an amusement park at the same time. He's like that he's, would be impressive if it wasn't six consecutive felonies. It's like the Nambla all time members list done. God, it's like winning. Winning the World Series of being a petter ass. <laughs> right. Could you imagine the FBI's most wanted list is like, all right, the Zodiac Killer and Dungeon Master. <laughs> <laughs> we solved one of them. <laughs> right. Yeah. And then uh, our, our our bad guys of the show, mm-hmm. uh, Frank Welker voiced Venger, who is the one-horned dude. Uh, Peter Cullen. Or Peter Cullen. Yeah. Excuse me. Yes. Yeah. Optimus voiced him. Optimus. As as far as I'm concerned, Peter Cullen doesn't exist. There's just Optimus Prime. <laughs> it's so weird though that Frank Frank Welker and Peter Cullen just kind of keep like flip flopping. Yeah. All right, we're gonna do this show. I'm gonna be the bad guy on this show, and you're gonna be the guy. Cool. Yeah. Do you think they like rock paper scissors it out front before? I I gotta hope yeah. so. Right. <laughs> they just like like hang out in the parking lot, just yeah. like having a smoke and seeing like younger voice talent walk in, like <laughs> bitch. That kid ain't gonna last. <laughs> yeah. His larynx are gonna blow out. Oh, uh, sorry. I thought you said Billy Weast. <laughs> <laughs> now, 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 now. Let's. Uh, I have a lot of respect for Billy Weast on this yeah. show. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we also have uh, Shadow Demon. Shadow Demon, and he like showed up in the second episode we watched, yeah. uh, the box, and and he just he's a shadow, yeah. with bright eyes, and it was kind of a cool kind effect, of, but yeah. he didn't really seem to do anything that Vengar couldn't do himself. Yeah, so. he was kind of a, he was a, a pricklish, yeah, type character. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. and then you had uh, Tiamat, <laughs> who is a five headed dragon. Whose powers are to be behind every door? Oh my god! It happened three different times. I wrote so Tiamat is is a giant five headed dragon, mm-hmm. and it's got each head has got she you know, it's she, a she right right yeah has got the power to breathe ice or one can breathe ice one can breathe, breathe fire one can breathe acid and one can breathe uh, lightning right is one lightning is it all five go through them again all five acid Kay. lightning two. Fire. Three. Toxic gas. Four. Ice. Ice. Yes. Okay. So, yes, Tiamat is behind every door our heroes don't want her to be behind. Right. But also, the enemy of my enemy being my friend, Mm -hmm. she is also very mad at Venger. Yeah. We don't really know why. No. I don't care. Okay. Well, and the show really doesn't seem to care that we don't know why about anything about it, <laughs> which we'll kind of get into <laughs> as we go through the episodes. Yeah. So that's kind of it for the show. I mean, that's yeah. that's the characters. That's how they ended up there, mm-hmm. and that's how I ended up watching the show because, well, I was a young kid. 
I needed to shut up. My parents turned on the TV. <laughs> I sat there, played with other toys while I watched the show. Oh, all right. Yeah. Sounds good. It's good. It's, it's a great Saturday morning. I was yet to Fair. be born. Yes. So I was, um, <clears throat> what, uh, uh, what's it called when cells split up? You know? Right. You start with the one cell, it divides into two. Cell division? Yeah, I was cell dividing. Is that, there's a scientific word for it though, right? I'm sure there is. Mitosis? Meiosis? Mitosis. Mitosis. Okay, I was before that. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. My parents were graduating high school, so. All right. Somewhere in there. They did graduate, right? Well, my yes. parents were moving to Crete, Nebraska. Ah. Ugh. Ugh. Ooh. Not good. Mm. How long were you in Crete? Three years. Oh, you've been all around the state, huh? I've been in, I've lived in three, four different towns within the state. Wow. Yes. All right. Uh-huh. Have you ever lived out of state? No. Okay. Have you? Yes. Yes. Because I was uh, born in Michigan, lived in Idaho for a year. Michigan. Then came here. Yeah. 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 Michigan. Did you, uh, did you ever get mail in those states, though? Mail? Yes. <laughs> I don't know. That's I was... the thing. That's a, you know, that's the kind of legitimizes you as living in that state. Oh, well, I was uh, between the ages of none and five, so probably not. <laughs> Even the Christmas gifts mailed to me were actually to my parents. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Somebody you could sign for them. Right, yeah. yeah. Yep. Nope. I haven't lived out of state. We're going to move, though. It'll be great. Yeah. yeah. No, we're not going to move. No. Take here. me with you. Take me with you, Andy. Yeah, here forever. <laughs> All right. So... Season one, episode one, the night of no tomorrow. Right. Yes. It instantly finds our heroes mm-hmm. because again, their their abduction and move to the land of of D anD D. Yeah, was all captured in the in the opening credits. Well, and the whole show assumes that we know all this like backstory of them. Like it's. But- I- even afterwards, I'm like, was that actually the first episode? Because in yeah. the first five minutes, Eric is like, I've had enough of this. Like, right. They, they just yeah. got there, as far as we know. <laughs> but in the opening, you know, they they go from Earth mm-hmm. to D&D land. Right. And Dungeon Master bestows upon them their their magical gifts and weapons. Right. That's it. That's, that's it. It's the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so, so we can assume that it kind of takes place slightly after their move there. Right. Um, they're hanging out. Tiamat shows up. Yeah, he's he's in a door behind them, basically. No, it was the was the cave. It was a cave entrance. Yeah, yeah. Just, she just pops out of the cave. Yeah, exactly. And they're like, "Oh shit, it's Tiamat." Yeah, and Bobby's a little idiot, and like every barbarian, just runs up to it and starts hitting it. Well, Tiamat's an indestructible god dragon, so they have right. to save his stupid ass. And then- I gotta say though, the last time I played any sort of role playing game, mm-hmm. I did play as a stupid ass fucking barbarian oh yeah <laughs> just absolutely dumber than shit just walk into a room there's a red button press the red button yeah first thing don't even and then check. i killed everything that was spawned <laughs> from that red button it was great awesome cool. yeah yeah i mm. actually uh made my character as stupid as i possibly could too. oh yeah <laughs> just just every point into strength and dexterity <laughs> is fantastic god the first time i ever played i was a wizard and i i feel like presto where it was like all right we've Face this challenge. Wizard, do something incredible and, and stop it. I'm like, I know like Ice Beam, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. 
<laughs> what do you expect me to do? Turn them on to the snakes. Like, yeah, yeah, but then we have to fight the snakes. <laughs> I'm hungry. Here's a lolly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. A frozen icicle. Right. It tastes of water. <laughs> so Tiamat attacks. I'm kind of blanking on what happens next. I know. I remember, I remember the end of the show. So doesn't the dungeon master show up and help him out? Um, or they get away from the... Yeah. Oh, you know what happens oh, is Sheila gets right. in front of the door. And then uh, they knock the boulder down and they, yeah. they kind of lock Tiamat into a cave. Right. The dungeon master then shows up and says, mm-hmm. hey, you guys got to go to the, the village of Heroclix. I would love to live there. Yes, you would. I forget what the village was called, but on the way there, they yeah, find... they... Anyhow. Yeah. They had to go to a village. Mm-hmm. Um, Helix. 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 Yeah. The, the village of Helix. Mm-hmm. That at one point, had a tad bit of a dragon problem. Right. And <laughs> they attacked didn't. every night or something Mysteriously. Yeah. 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 Every night. A swarm. A swarm of dragons attacked every <laughs> night. <laughs> Kind of the setup of almost every episode was that the dungeon master appeared, said a few words, like, hey, do this. Yeah. Set up a a quick little plot for him. Yeah. And they went on that adventure. Yeah. So on their way to Helix, they find a sign that says Merlin's Castle this way. Which was really kind of confusing because I'm like, you were supposed to go to Helix. Why are you stopping at Merlin's Castle? I thought that was confusing too. And then, like, Half a block later, they see another sign this way to Merlin's castle. Right, so they point to each other, basically. Right. Yeah. Like, oh, we haven't looked up. Uh, and Diana, the group, the, yeah. the smart one. The smart one, yes. They look up, and there's a castle floating in the clouds. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, how do we get up there? And a golden ladder falls down. Right, yeah. And they climb up, and Uni, the unicorn, bleed it out. <laughs> <laughs> Might as well. He's left behind. Unicorns can't, uh, you know, climb. I assume one day he'll grow up into a Pegasus and be able to fly him up there. Really? Probably. I don't it's, know. Uh, well, it's a unicorn. Man, it's, it's, it's not it's a Pegasus. It's a crazy-ass magic world. I don't know what happens. That would be a unicorn Pegasus. Oh, okay. That'd be different. Oh, than, uh, my bad. I need, I need to spend some time with my bestiary. Anyhow. <laughs> <laughs> nice reference. Thank you. So they get to the top of this uh, cloud. There's a there's a cloud moat, which is, is essentially just like a hole in the clouds that acts as a moat. And Diana uh, leaps over it, <laughs> javelins or uh, pole vaults her way over it, and lowers the drawbridge, proving yet again that she's the best hero of the group. <laughs> yes. Oh, just cannot yeah. be stopped. They get uh, in. Drawbridge lowers. They yeah. meet Merlin mm-hmm. and his white rabbit, but it's not a rabbit. It's a hare. Right. And... We forgot to mention the dungeon master mentioned that they'd know their enemy by his white hair. Yes. Well, they. Oh God, it's so bad. It it yeah. was it was a little rough. <laughs> yeah. um, it was just pointed out so blatantly. Anyhow, so Merlin says that he saved the village of Helix mm-hmm. by casting a spell. Yeah. And then he's like, "One of you must become my companions," and of course. Presto decides Presto to stay. decides to stay around mm-hmm. to look for a way to send them home. Well, right. they all walk over to Helix, and it's their like freaking New Year. Yeah, what's well, the year that the or it's the time of year that the dragons stop showing up? It's the, yeah, yeah, it's their big celebration. Well, we yeah. find out that it's been like a thousand years mm-hmm. since the dragons ever showed up because Merlin it did. Yeah, and Merlin had said to them that he was only seventy years old, but he's been dead for a thousand years. Yes, so something's not quite right. 
So Presto's there, and he tries to conjure up some sort of way home, mm-hmm. but he ends up releasing this horde of dragons. Yeah. And he's like, oh, Merlin, I have screwed up. I conjured a horde of dragons, and Merlin's like, I'm not Merlin. I'm Venger. Right. Dun, 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 dun. The dragons attack Helix, mm-hmm. and our heroes, <laughs> instead of like, hey, we'll help you fin them up, fin them up <laughs> like, can we have all of your fastest horses? Yeah. <laughs> we're going to get rid of leave. <laughs> no, in fairness, they, they realize what's up. They think that Merlin can save the village. Mm-hmm. And they head back towards Merlin's place and they realize, oh, it's it's been Venger all along. Oh, right. and we failed to mention. Yeah, we failed to mention that Tiamat was literally behind a door in the castle. Yeah, they were talking to Merlin mm-hmm. before and- they knew he was Venger. Right. And yeah. Eric turns around and he starts walking out of the door. He opens the door and there's Tiamat. Ah! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, for no reason. They wind up trapping him in the dungeon, trapping her in the dungeon of, of the castle. Of Merlin's castle. Yeah. Um, so now they get to... they. So if you can follow our, our... So now we're back to the dragons of attack. They're going back our, to Merlin's castle. Our heroes get to Merlin's castle. They... Uh, they let Tiamat out of the... Well, yeah... I'm I'm trying to think how this goes. Yeah, so they they confront Vinger, mm-hmm. whom they have just no ability to like. Yeah, tackle they are whatsoever. outgunned. Yeah, like, substantially outgunned. And they let yeah. Tmac go because again, the enemy of my enemy is well, still my enemy, but yeah. hates that guy more than me. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> uh, so it goes after uh, uh, Vinger, mm-hmm. runs Vinger out, and then of course Presto, who's incapable of ever doing any sort of advanced magic or well nominal magic throws together just everything in the lab and makes the horde of dragons leave helix alone (laughs) yep (laughs) it's basically what happens end of episode episode and we did find out that gary gygax was a producer producer of the show yeah we're always happy whenever gary gets paid yeah right (laughs) yes the next episode was called The Box. The Box. Yes. And our starts out with our heroes. Our uh, our cavalier is stinky. Yeah. What was it? It was like a skunk turkey or something that he was attacking. Yeah. Uh, and it, it something sprayed him all sprayed over. Him. Yeah. He smells bad. Yeah. Presto gives him a gas mask from his hat. You know, it's so weird. It was like a World War One esque gas mask. Yeah. In this fantasy world? It's, a, it's Just weird. It's bizarre. Strange. Yes. Yeah. Hmm. He's also a quick change artist because something happens to our uh, hero, Hank. Yeah. Yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> so he gets knocked down to this chasm. Yeah. Well, it's like, you know, it's like a normal day and the DM comes in. It's like, oh, fuck, earthquake. Yes. <laughs> and you have a earthquake. Yeah, it is 80 feet deep. Yes. <laughs> I am agreeable to your sexual terms. <laughs> That was a 12. I just rolled a 12. Right. What's a 12 plus your charisma? 80. So. <laughs> yeah, I got 14. I'm good. You got 14 charisma? What's my charisma? Well, well, I got I got 15. I got plus two. I got a plus three. I'm a, well, I'm a sorcerer. I think I think charisma is my spell casting stat. So. Ooh. Yeah. Watch out. Big mm. sorcerer. <laughs> yeah. So Hank is, is laying like a Kimbo at the bottom of this. <laughs> Well, Chasm. he's like planking down there. Like he's yeah. completely flat <laughs> on his back. Oh my God. 
please remind me of the bad cell animation that I saw at one point in this episode when they're going through Helix. It was awful. Yeah. Inexcusable. Some of it's, some of it's really, really bad. Yeah. So Hank is planking and they get down to check him out and he's of course okay because he ain't dead. This right. Is the 80s. Yeah. You know, dying cartoons unless it's Brave Star. <laughs> right. Yeah. It'll kill y'all. <laughs> get you addicted to drugs. <laughs> and at the bottom of this chasm, like just kind of off on the side, is a box. Treasure chest. Box. Yeah. And yeah. the dungeon master shows up and tells him there's something in it that's good. There's nothing in it that's bad. He's being all wonky no, and weird it's, about it's it. It's terrible. Yeah. yeah. But he tells him to take it to Skull Mountain. Or Skull Hill? I forget. And uh, they have to put it like under the under the shadow of Skull Mountain right at high noon. Yeah. And that will release the sorcerer that's a friend of his. Uh, Vandora, an obvious play on Pandora, right? Zandora, yeah, Zandora, 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 Zandora's box. Yep, saw that movie, not worth it. No, no. Um, I find sometimes their mix of music isn't quite variable <laughs> enough. <laughs> uh, so they start hauling this box, and then there's there's several discussions over: should we open it? Should we open it now? Eric, the wuss of the team, gives up the middle of a bog. They're attacked by bog creatures. Right. They can't fend these guys off. Right. Yeah. They're at every this is point. Easy experience yeah, points. Right. Yeah. They're cold. They're frog guys with spears. You yeah. Know, it's it's easy. Yeah. And the frog guys with spears end up opening the the chest, and they yeah. like all of them go in there. Mm-hmm. They move it out of the bog. They open up the chest, and there's. Nothing. Nothing there. Nothing yeah. at the bottom. Uh, so they move along, and they get in front of the shadow of the skull temple. Yeah. But they they realize that they haven't traveled as far as they think they have. They thought it would right. take them two days to get there. It's taken like 40 minutes. So, like, well, there's the thing. We'll open the, open the box and see what happens. Yeah. And so. they end up in this astral plane. Yeah. There's a staircase now, in the box. Here's my problem. Yeah. So they get to a point. There's a staircase. They go down the staircase mm-hmm. and they get to this astral plane. Yeah. Every time there's an astral plane, it's always a chessboard with a bunch of fucking clocks in it. Yeah, that's true. No yeah. matter what, you know, Sherlock Holmes in the 22nd century, <laughs> your Frasier, you're watching. I read that episode. Yeah. 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 Twin yeah, Peaks. It happened in Twin Peaks, Twin too. Peaks, yeah, yeah he's, he's like trying to chase down Niles. Like, Niles, <laughs> don't go after Daphne right now. And he ends up in those clocks, and he's playing chess with clocks. It's, it's yeah, weird. This is insane. Don't make it happen. <laughs> Lap lamp. God. Um, so the, they're standing in all the black squares, and the black squares disappear, and they fall into a chasm. Uh, Hank uses his grappling hook arrow to save himself. Yeah, there's some wasps. Yeah, it's, Diana it's, saves herself too. Again, yeah, they're the, the, again, the only two that are the competent. competent ones. Yeah. Yeah. There's a giant wasp. They're on like a these weird ladder looking thing. Right. Yeah, it's real strange. Um what so Presto he, he what's he do? He tries to make bug spray, but instead he duplicates, he duplicates the wasps. Duplicates the wasps. <laughs> like, yes. Jesus. What a yes. So Hank decides to save them. And yeah. to do so, he jumps from his ladder. Falls into this bottom ca- bottomless chasm and shoots upward with his arrows, killing right. both of the wasps. 
There was no need for him to jump down the chasm. <laughs> I know. He could have just sniped He was sure-footed from, from where he was. But then yeah. he's got to use his grappling hook arrow and save them all. And, and they're he... like, oh, Hank's alive. Like, yeah. and, but there was never any like, no, Hank, you <laughs> yeah. sacrificed yourself for us. Yeah. I just re-roll another character and call it good. <laughs> that often works. Yeah. He's able to use that grappling hook arrow to get to the ladder that led down to the actual mm-hmm. plane and get them up out of there. So what happens next? They get out of the box. They get in the box, the dungeon oh. master shows up. And the it turns out that Skull Mountain was an illusion. Right. Yeah. Created by Venger. Right. Ugh. It's a that's these are two insanely elaborate plots. Yeah. He's uh, constantly full of the elaborate plots. Yeah. So anyhow, they move and they're they move the box in the shadow of the real Skull Mountain. Mm-hmm. They open the door and there's uh Zandora. Mm-hmm. And she comes out and she's yeah. like, oh. She's another you... like Dungeon Master type Yeah, person. she's yeah. like same build and everything. Mm-hmm. Squat and yeah. But yeah. And she's like. She has braids. That's how you know she's a right. female version <laughs> of the Dungeon Master. Their uh, uh, Venger was not very proud, very happy of the fact that he didn't want like another powerful being to join Dungeon Master. Right. Yeah. He's was, he was very alarmed by that. Mm-hmm. Um, Zandora says, well, if you guys want to go home, move the box over here and then open it up. Because depending on where the box is at and where you open it, that's where the staircase leads. And that's really cool. That I thought is, that was a, that was a that's cool kind of a high gimmick. concept for yeah. a Saturday morning cartoon. Yeah. But, of course, the box... that there the <laughs> To move the box to where it leads home, there's an arch, like a stone arch. Yeah, a bridge kind of thing. Yeah. It's right at the peak of that bridge. Right, and so to... they move the box to the peak, they go down, and they end up back in the mid-80s mm-hmm. at the amusement park. Vengar uh, comes through, of course. Of course, Vengar comes through. Yeah. On his, on his demon steed. And he just and starts he... shooting out the place. And he's got all of his powers. Yeah, but our heroes they have and their magical weapons don't work in 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 the yeah. world. Well, and the kid Bobby's got the club and he's hitting stuff. He's like, it's not magic. Like it's still an enormous fucking piece of wood, dude. Yeah. <laughs> like it's still a weapon. I just, you know, I'm thinking like some like security officer Dan just shows up and like with his gat and just like, bam, bam. Right. Avengers dead. The horse is dead. Like what happened? You know why is he here messing shit up? Blowing up hot dog Blowing stands. Blowing up hot dog stands. God, that poor hot dog stands. Nope. Yeah. Nope. The one-horned monster goes. Oh, that's a penis reference. Did not mean it that way. Uh, goes and he's busting shit up, and the kids realize the only way to like lure Venger away from the Earth so he doesn't take uh, over the Earth that we know mm-hmm. is to sacrifice themselves and, and, and go back. Right. Because he he wants their objects of power, their like magic yes. hat and cloak and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So, but those don't work in our real world. So they go back to the fake world and lure him back yeah yeah yep and lure him back they do Indeed. but in the luring back they destroy the the arch that yeah yep yes. uh what's her name zandura she puts all the magic items into the box closes the box and she gets shot by vingar the box goes flying yes vingar opens the box and there's Nothing a, there. A, well, there's a portal there, right? There's, right. A, there's stairs down. And so he figures down those stairs is the magic items. So he goes down the stairs. Well, then Zendora, she moves the box and she's like, ah, I put the the items in over here. And she pulls it back and opens it. And there's the items. So they've basically trapped Vingar in this alternate reality. And they still have all their magic items. Yeah. So all is good. Now, in this magi- in this alternate reality, 
Vingar goes down the staircase. He's in this dungeon. He opens the door, and there's Tiamat. Ah! <laughs> they literally trapped him in a dungeon with a dragon. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> a little be more on, on the, the nose. nose. <laughs> <laughs> the only note I wrote uh... for this show is Tiamat again, right at the end, in all caps. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh... Well, yeah, those were the two episodes we watched. Mm-hmm. Um, merchandise for the show, other than the DVD collection that you can buy insanely cheap on Amazon, <laughs> was when this show came out, uh, there was a collection of Dungeons & Dragons figures. Oh, were there? Um, but they weren't based off of the cartoon. Okay. Yeah. Uh, they were all based off of heroes that later show up in the cartoon, but but they're like pre-existing TSR. Oh, this was made one in conjunction with Marvel Studios, yeah, who helped bring to life the Transformers movie that Keith and right. I so enjoyed a few episodes back. Transformers more than meets the eye. <laughs> um, but then also TSR is purchased by Wizards of the Coast mm-hmm. almost ten years ago at this point. Uh, that that brought along a couple of new editions of of Dungeons and Dragons, right. all for the good, I think. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, but in Spain and Portugal, there were actual figures based off of the cartoon show that were actually made. Really? Yeah. Why only Spain and Portugal? I, I, I don't know. It's it's odd. It seems odd. Um, the show was actually. Uh, everything I've read about it, there was some popularity around this show, yeah, too, which was was kind of cool. But then also, why only twenty three episodes? Yeah, twenty seven. Twenty seven. I'm sorry, but yeah, yeah. Hmm. Um, Baldur's Gate two, which was a pretty pretty important PC game yeah. for back in the day. Uh, well, in an Easter egg, Hank and Bobby show up. Mm-hmm. But in another Easter egg, it kind of points out that the kids got murdered. Yeah. <laughs> Eaten by Tia Matt or something, yeah. right? Yeah. So so nothing good there. Right. Yeah. So I, I found uh, there were six choose-your-own-adventure books that were made after this yes. show. That each one was like a, a co- different kid. And a couple of them were hardbound. Oh, yeah. really? Uh-huh. Oh, awesome. Um, they also came out with a comic series uh uh, the Grand Tour, which uh, follows the kids as adults going back into the D&D world. Oh, whoa. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. So that would be neat. A little bit of merchandise. Huh. Cool, cool. So, Andy, what do you think? How's this hold up? Oh. <laughs> I think it needs some help from the storytelling aspect. I think compared to what was what came before it, it mm-hmm. was great. Yeah. <clears throat> what came after it was it no <laughs> no and there was actually a really that's the first time i've ever seen it where there's action taking place in the background mm-hmm. when they're in the city of helix and hank and the mayor of helix are walking across uh from right to left on the screen you can see the cell that they're walking on being drugged across <laughs> the screen with the background um action going on oh. it was so bizarre but it literally looked like they've like picked up and moved i mean it was oh yeah but like they, they were 
it was a high level of animation for the time. Mm. But you could see like the cell mm. number at the bottom. Well, it was so weird. It was just huh. so bizarre. Yeah. We might actually have to go back and watch it so I can point out to you. But it yeah, looked dirty. It was, it. it was a bad, weird transition. Hmm. I think the art for the time might have been a little rough. I mean, it was very much on par with Jason the Wield Warriors. Yeah. Uh, it was a little better than Jason the Wheel Warriors. Yeah, it was also a little if better. Gonna, than, if you're gonna like it, split hairs, I think it's a yeah. Better, well, this was also Toei, and it was also Marvel, yeah. and which which both are known for a very kind of high end mm-hmm. at the time. Um, you know, a lot of that Transformers money was yeah. was, was there at the time too. True. Um, uh, you know, the if this thing were on, you know, primetime cable. <laughs> it would be panned. I mean, io9 would go just lose their shit. Right, you yeah, know? yeah, yeah. It's bad. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. Every every plot seemed to be like, all right, this guy shows up. Here's your here's a mission, angels. Right, go at right. It. Yeah, yeah. I guess uh, towards the end of the show, um, there there was a little bit more consistency because they were trying to build towards an end game of getting the kids home. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Sounds interesting. <laughs> but it was very much what we saw was like, here's your mission, angels, as you said. Yeah. Yeah. So good. You know? Yeah. I did uh, think it was better than like, uh, definitely better than Jason the Wheel Warriors. <laughs> Even like uh, Silverhawks. I thought it was a, a like slightly higher, okay. higher quality than that. I, I enjoyed it more than I did Silverhawks. That's least. good. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, is this something that you would watch more of and or binge? You know, I'm, I'm really, uh, I'm thinking I'm going to, this is, you know, I, I, I picked up the DVD set before mm-hmm. we started watching or before we got too far involved with the podcast. Okay. It's something that I think that if I could watch three or four episodes mm-hmm. and they weren't so formulatic, I'd really enjoy. Yeah. But my... Worry is they are as formulatic as I think they are, right? <laughs> and I'm not going to enjoy. Yeah, there seems to be some interesting things, like the that box that has different things wherever it's. Open. Yeah, there seems to be some high concept stuff going on there. I agree. Yeah. Uh, and again, I mean, this was this is back in a day and in, in the age where you know a young kid, an old young kid, was 15. Like, yeah, uh, if we did 16, he was going to be a man. <laughs> um. Let's not dumb down uh, to our audience, and and of course, being a seven year old kid watching the show, I was pretty dumb. <laughs> I am interested. I would like to check out more of it. Yeah, yeah. I might, I might maybe start watching a couple and just see if it's like as cookie cutter as right. I think it is. Uh, but it's kind of cool. It's kind of a cool glimpse into like really old D and D, like what they were doing back in the eighties versus now. Yeah, so, yeah. No kidding. Of... I mean, especially with all the there was, you know, D and D has definitely had its detractors over the years, mm-hmm. um, and this was kind of a way, you know, to mainstream it a little bit by having yeah. a cartoon uh, and not a, a you know movie of the week where you have Tom Hanks killing people in the <laughs> sewers. <clears throat> Which one's that? Uh, didn't he do like a like a after school special? I think this was like the early eighties. Yeah, where I'm a late eighties kid. Remember, it's ten years difference, man. I know they got all (laughs) whacked up on goofballs, you know. (laughs) Some awesome D, yeah. (laughs) Goofballs, totally boys. Goofballs. Hmm. No, I haven't seen that. I believe you. Yeah. 
Okay. So we could go on and, and just finish the podcast now. I mean, you're going to watch a few. I'm probably going to try to watch a few. Mm-hmm. Um, my final thoughts would probably not be go seek this out and watch it. It's <laughs> right. an undiscovered gym. <laughs> it's um, not diamond in the rough material. Right, mm-hmm. right. But what I did want to talk about is, um, you know, I had a long, like a 15 year history playing Dungeons and Dragons. Nerd. I know. <laughs> I love it. I'm going to own it. Um, I had a fantastic DM mm. nearly the entire time. His name's Steve, and he's a great guy. Uh, just absolutely engrossed people into the worlds that, you know, kind of the, the, the sandbox was set up. But I mean, he, cool. you know, he just kind of illustrated this just rich world. And I mean, thinking about the people, uh, you know, I gathered around the table with, and, and we played this game, and and sometimes it was so real, and other times it was such a chore, yeah, and yeah. and a lot of times in between, and mm-hmm. just just what a neat, uh, neat thing to do, cool. especially with you know a young man with with a an imagination, yeah, that's not going to be like, oh, this is real, and I'm going to take out a sword and start whacking at a <laughs> right. cop car until I get shot, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Rest in peace, Steve. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> we miss you, bro. Right. No. He's cool. He's doing well. Good. Yeah. Parole's um, coming. We- <laughs> uh, I mean, you know, seriously, in a, in a perfect world, you get paid to DM. Yeah. And be that awesome, guy right? definitely deserves a paycheck yeah. for that. Uh, so, anyhow, um, you know, we think of you, Steve often and i know he's still dming today mm-hmm. he's still got a, a a group together and um he's been nice enough to remind me in, uh many times that i've got an open invitation to oh, awesome cool. yeah you should check him out i uh, i would but then again there's a like yeah i, I want to go do this every week <laughs> it's hard enough to do a podcast like, right every other Bi-weekly. maybe third week <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, yeah we'll see yeah. you know podcast D. <laughs> I reached the same number of people. <laughs> uh, how about you? Do you have any experience role playing? Not yeah. in the bedroom, right? Oh, Ooh. Uh, so I remember my when I first learned about D and D because I guess some of my dad's cousins played it. He okay, tell me the story of how uh, he walked it, or maybe their uncle or something walked in on him one day. And this one kid had taken this really nice, like, ornate piano bench, and it ended with, like, a, you know, like a claw with an orb. And they oh. sawed that off and put it on a <laughs> stick. And his dad walked in, and he was, like, casting a spell with it. <laughs> so I thought that was pretty great. But uh, I did. Oh, uh, a buddy invited me to a game, and he's like, "We're playing superheroes." It was a game called Savage Worlds. Which okay, is, uh, yeah, a different system. But so mm. I, I did that. That was maybe three years ago. Was the first time I started doing it, and then, uh, then he invited me. That that campaign got over, and we started playing Pathfinder, which is kind of an offshoot of D anD. d Yeah, yeah. Um, so Savage Worlds, Pathfinder, and D anD. d Now they all use what's called the D twenty system. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, which which kind of eliminates the amount of dice, eas- eases the uh, the math burden, yeah, and makes it a little bit more of a bang bang game, right? Which having played both, 
I fully appreciate the D20 system. <laughs> um, you played the Savage Worlds game? I haven't played Savage Worlds. So in that I, one, when you like level up a skill, it increases the dice. So you go from like a D4 to a D6 oh, to sweet. a D8 to 2D6. That's actually pretty cool. Yeah, it's kind of cool. Yeah. Right? And if you roll the maximum on a dice at any point, you get to roll another of that same dice. Like woo, you swing at a guy, you hit, you roll D8, you roll an 8, you get to swing another one. So it's I like cool. it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I I can definitely remember a couple of times where it came down to a dice roll mm-hmm. uh, in my past, and and I you know uh, great uh, um, great respect towards my my DM at the time, mm-hmm. but we hey, we were we were having to deal with a dragon, Dungeons oh, yeah. and Dragons. Yeah. Believe Did it or you not. open a door and Tiamat was behind it? No, we were on a <laughs> battlefield, and and what should have held us up from our objective. Um, one of uh, the the wizard of the party rolled a twenty, like a natural, like just twenty on the die, twenty yeah. on the die, mm-hmm. and killed that fucking thing like <laughs> right away, like before anybody took a swing. Nice, like he had top initiative and yeah, he just oh he rolled a God. twenty and a foot came from the heavens and smashed pretty the dragon. much, yeah. pretty much. In, in fact. My DM was so shook up over over like <laughs> he spent all night making the death this dragon, of this yeah. dragon <laughs> that he was like, "Well, how are you going to get around his corpse?" <laughs> and, and wow, he, that is splitting some fucking hairs. It was, like. it was, but it needed to happen. It yeah. needed, to, you know. I recall at the time, it so needed to happen. Oh man, good times had by all. That's uh, awesome. So, so I'm going to leave that as my final thought. Awesome. You don't need to go and watch Dungeons and Dragons, the animated series. You really don't. You're not going to miss anything. Yeah. Zip Zero Zilch. Uh, go watch some Venture Brothers. Yeah. Yeah. Rick and Morty's good. Good modern. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, CBS morning, Sunday morning. One of their, uh, yeah. yeah, one of their, um, you know, political shows <laughs> they bitch about oh that's right because there's no saturday morning cartoons anymore well, i said that's sunday morning oh yeah oh, yeah sunday 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 yeah it's bad but my final my final thought would be absolutely you should try role playing in the bedroom mm-hmm. or in the in the game room right, right yeah right. pick up pathfinder pick up dungeons and dragons absolutely you should try it yeah uh there if you're a star trek fan there's star trek role-playing Star yeah. Wars, there's Star Wars role playing, which a Firefly I kind of want to check out. There's a lot. <laughs> you if there's a property, there's a role playing. Yeah, game. and and my problem with the Firefly one, as as well as like the Star Wars one, is you ha- you end up having either a a Millennium Falcon full of Han Solos, <laughs> or you have a you know uh, a Firefly a Serenity full of <laughs> yeah. Mal Reynolds. You know, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. Oh, okay, we're all gonna do the same thing. <laughs> right. We all shot first, right? Yeah. You know? No, we're all the quippy one. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Mm. that hit a little close to home. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's right. Uh, I recommend you 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 go out uh, to your nearest game center, maybe Gauntlet Games here in Lincoln. Right. Yeah, we'll be there and buy games sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, give me a call and I will sit in on a game with you. Awesome. You want to give out your Quickly. direct line right now? Yes. Over the it's air? 402 555525. Five, 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 five,
Oh god. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I, I yeah. that's my my final thoughts. This this is a it's a gem of early 80s cartoon animation. They hit right at the, you know, right before kind of the big crush of GI Joe Transformers popularity. Yeah, that's true. This was kind of before that whole like toy line. Yeah. Cartoon. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, this is yeah. back when they made cartoons to make a cartoon. Right. Okay. If I judge it by that, not you know, I I judge kind of like the seventies Justice League mm-hmm. and this in the same category, but not it's true. It's like more of that GI Joe and that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. It was it was a weird uh, disembarkation point. Hmm. My final thoughts are: Yeah, I agree. Don't check out the show unless you're like really, <laughs> unless you're like really, really into Dungeons and Dragons and want to get like every last piece of the lore or whatever. Oh I boy, would, I wouldn't recommend it. But I want to, I want to know somebody on that journey. Yeah. Whoa. Right. Someone doing like a Gary Gygax biography would be interested in this. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I I dig that. Yeah. But They've been done to death. But <laughs> you can always have another. Right. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. I'd say if it interests you, check it out. You might like it, but right, probably not uh, worth binging. <laughs> we'll find out. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get back to you on that. Yeah. Uh, on the uh, other note, mm-hmm. uh, Keith and I had a bet ish. Yes. A few weeks ago, mm-hmm. when the Browns played the Bengals, uh, Bengals is what you were trying to say. I believe Bengals. With an E. With an E and an A. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm emphasizing the E. The bungles. (laughs) Um, Why why do I let you on my podcast? The bingles lost. (laughs) That's a revisionist history. It is. We're going to tear down all the Browns statues. Uh, The Browns lost terrifically. Mm -hmm. Uh, And the Browns, it's just been a frustrating decade. (laughs) I have, like, nothing good to say. Because, like, a decade is, like... It's been longer. It's been since like 2000. Like, been since 99. Yeah, yeah. 17. We've had one 10 win season, and awesome. and we didn't even make it to playoffs that year. And that was also the year I turned 30. I had a bad breakup. It was it was just a nasty year. Ooh, yeah. In and of itself, and I didn't get to enjoy it. You know. Right. Yeah, Johnny Money. <clears throat> Brian oh, Hoyer. Jesus. Was great. Uh, uh. So yeah. we're still friends. We're always going to be because. You know, football is not going to come in between what we have here. Right. Petty shit like who gets first billing in the podcast will always <laughs> right. cause problems. Uh, we already rolled the dice, so we know who gets first. In the- you want to do this again? All yeah. right, fine. Ah! Oh, fuck. Yes! Nat one! one. Oh. Natural one! <laughs> Suck it! Suck it! Welcome to the podcast with Andy and his co-host Andy. <laughs> maybe Keith. Maybe, yeah. Maybe. Sewer rat. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I crawl out of the woodwork to yeah. say a few kind words to You're Andy. Literally, and Andy. the rat king of my plethora of Ninja Turtle villains. <laughs> Suck it. Jokes on you. Rat king's awesome. Mm-hmm. He, he had a really good fig. He did, right? He did have He's a great got the, fig. The, all the bandages on the face. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Whatever. Mm. All right. You're the Bebop to my rock city. Oh, you're the you're the Luigi to my Mario. <laughs> I'm not that tall. <laughs> uh, well, next time. Next time on Tune and Pod. Um. So what we've been trying to do 
based on our arbitrary rules. So for episode 10, we watched Transformers movie. So I'd like to watch some type of movie for episode 20. Okay. I don't know what that is yet. I'm I trying, don't know what it is. I'm trying to, trying to put together some stuff, get yeah. something special. But we might just watch some random episode <clears throat> of something. You didn't clutch it. So we're gonna we're gonna put our fans in limbo, right? Like, the next time they tune in, <laughs> that's the name <laughs> of the show. Name drop. They are not gonna know what they're gonna get, right? I love it. Yeah. So actually, episode twenty question mark. That's very very apt for every episode of this show, <laughs> right? Yeah. We could literally name this show like episode twenty one, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah, it'd just and be us talking just us about talking what about we had for lunch for twenty. Minutes. My fantasy yeah. football team. <laughs> what you had for lunch? Yeah. Uh, other quips and whatnot. Quips. Quips. We're quippy, quippy guys. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. All right. If we were like cut, like all in shape and stuff, we'd mm-hmm. be dangerous. Really? We'd be, you know, like able to, you know, cash, start like a- cash the checks in our mouths right constantly. <laughs> right, right. We should start uh, lifting weights as we watch cartoons, the laziest form of exercise. Mm. Yeah. Just, I mean, I want just like, you know, the the pink ones. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like pink, like more reps with less weight. You know? Right. Yeah. I. God, I wish I had filmed that. Yeah, I know. Had. That was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I was all motivated with my pink weights. <laughs> you you were really winded after it too. <laughs> <sighs> Look what it does though. That's on the. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 Sounds great in the ear holes. Ear holes. <laughs> All right. Shall we call it? I don't know. God. This dice sucks. I rolled a two. I love it. Here, let's let's we'll switch dice to make okay. it fair. All right. Is Andy better than Keith? Oh yes. Yes. Seventeen to eight? Keith is totally better than Andy. Yes. Uh what do I add so- to that? I'm gonna add my survival, which is plus three. What? So I got a twenty. Add my strength. What's that? Uh three. Which, okay, so we're, st- we're, we're still we're on the still same there. Uh, gap there. Yeah. Yes. So this is Andy, your ha- half-orc paladin one. Yeah, level one. And level this one. is Keith, your dragonborn sorcerer level one. Um, I'm a silver dragon. I'm a silver dragon. Right, yeah. I'll smack you in the mouth. <laughs> I, I kind of want to play this guy. Weapon, right? Where'd you... I, oh, let's... These were just right off the... They were like pre-generated characters off the... Uh, mm-hmm. Is it Wizards of the Coast that has the license? I think so. It was just off their site. Awesome. Yeah, my buddy showed them to me. So, thanks, Wesley. 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 All right. So, until next time. Stay, stay tuned. tuned. Now it's time to end our podcast. Man, that yes. dice does suck. It does. Yeah. Oh, oh, you rolled a one with a good one. That yeah. one. <laughs> You're off the podcast. Oh. What? oh. <laughs>